Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet creator of the She Podcast, Jordan Lee Dooley, host of Fox News at Night, Shannon Bream, and homeopathic physician, Dr. Linda Lancaster. These authors aim to help listeners find their purpose and live their best lives by sharing insights, teaching hard-earned lessons, and providing inspiration and encouragement. And find out which author would cast fellow Southerner Reese Witherspoon as her audiobook narrator. Enjoy. Hi there, I'm Jordan Dooley, author of Own Your Everyday. I wrote my book because spending a lot of time on social media and online for my job connects me with a lot of young women in today's society. And I was getting so many questions like, how do I figure out what I'm supposed to do with my life? Or I'm in a season of waiting. How do I figure out my purpose? And I also looked out and I saw a lot of messaging for women to, you know, go after it, find their dreams, you know, don't let anything get in the way. And I love that. I think it's such good encouragement for us women. I think we can be so held back so easily. And so that's a really big part of the message in my book. But I felt like there was a little bit of a lack of balance. I've never really found a message that simultaneously talks about the importance of going after your dreams and chasing something more or trying something new, but also simultaneously takes the pressure off and reminds us how to really still be content and purposeful right where we are before those things come true, before we reach the next milestone or accomplish the next goal. I think we put a lot of our happiness and sense of purpose in conditional outcomes, whether or not we reach the goal, whatever it might be. And so I wanted to create a resource that kind of married the idea of finding a meaningful life and living a meaningful, purposeful life right where we are, but not being so comfortable there that we just stay there, right? We also can be pairing that with chasing after something more. So my whole heart for Own Your Everyday was to bring those two kind of conundrums together that we women feel, and a lot of times at the same time, and create a resource and a guidebook to walk women through that. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, my word would be hydration. (laughs) And that seems probably super weird. But the reason for that is because I drank more water, coffee, and tea, but mostly water, in the last two days than I have in the last two weeks. So I'm feeling great and hydrated. I highly recommend it to anyone, not just when you're recording an audiobook. So when we were recording the audiobook, I humbly realized that I had trouble pronouncing the word smorgasbord. I thought it was smorgasbord, (laughs) and I was kindly corrected. I really believe in this book and the power that it has to really help women's lives, whether it's the audio version or not. But when it comes to the audio version, I think what I'm most proud of is when it comes to how it was recorded, I would say... After the first couple chapters, I think I really started to understand how to, you know, emphasize the right words and make sure that I was keeping the connection. My producer really helped me with that. But I also was able to make sure my personality was coming through. That's a little bit of a difficult balance to accomplish. So I was really glad to be able to find that happy medium. And when it comes to the content, I'm really excited for listeners to hear chapter four and chapter 14. Definitely all the chapters, but those are two of my personal favorites. So I'm excited for that. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would probably cast Kristen Bell. I think she's well-spoken, and I think it would sound good. 
So I'm finally getting into audiobooks, which is probably good considering I have one. But my husband has been into them for a long time, so he and I have been listening together. And the last audiobook that I believe he had playing in the car that I got to listen into was 12 Rules for Life. And a lot of that audiobook really challenged and impacted me. So as I mentioned, a lot of audiobooks get listened to in the car with my husband, but my favorite place to read is the den that we have in our house. We have an old wood-burning stove, and so it's a really cozy room, especially in the winter, to curl up with a good book and a cup of tea or coffee and dive into a good book. So car when I'm on the go and in our cozy little den when I'm at home reading. This is Shannon Breen, author of Finding the Bright Side, The Art of Chasing What Matters. I wrote the book because I think we all have common stories in our lives. And there have been times I've been on a high. There have been times I've been in a tough, really dark place. And it is always nice when you're in those spots to have someone, whether you know them or not, to hear a story that encourages you that you can make it through that, You can find your way through. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I thought I'd be vulnerable and share those moments because when I have written about them on social media or shared them with people in a speech, they've always said, I want to know more. I want to hear more of these stories. So I was really inspired by my faith to write the book because it really weaves through everything, good and bad, in my life. And I thought, with some of these stories, if I can make people laugh, I don't mind if they laugh at me or with me, (laughs) however they want to do it. I just thought if people can be encouraged in some way, have a laugh, and maybe get some inside scoop on how the Supreme Court works or the president or the White House, I thought I'd give them a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look, and I hope they enjoy it. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be revealing. I think because I didn't know anything about what the process was like, but also to read all of these stories that I've lived and I've written them, to hear them all in my voice and to see them in one place in this collection, it really makes you revisit a lot of the emotions and make you think about why you wrote the book and who may be listening on the other end. So as a novice newbie author, it was a totally new experience, and it made me reappreciate why I had decided to write the book in the first place. You know, when you write something, you don't think about having to pronounce it and what it's going to sound like. So I realized the word I had trouble pronouncing throughout this book is spelled G-A-S-P-E-D, gasped. But I just had the hardest time getting it out. And then I realized how many times it was in my book. And I said, if I ever write anything again, either I'm not using that word, gasped, or someone else is reading the book. Who knew? What I'm proudest of in this narration is that I actually held it together through a couple of stories that I thought were just going to be too hard for me emotionally to tell. It's one thing to put it on paper, but then to have to read it out loud. When you write these things, you really do go back to some of the toughest points in your life if that's what you've chosen to write about. So I'm excited for people to hear those stories and just to, I think they'll still hear the emotion in my voice, but to sort of walk through with them as they walk through with me, what they may be going through in their own lives, because we all know you're going to face really tough times that you don't think you can get through, but you actually can. So if anything, I'm excited about the encouragement it may provide to people who can hear the pain in my voice and know that there's a way through. 
if I wasn't going to record my audiobook and I could get a celebrity to do it, I think I'd probably have to go with Reese Witherspoon because, like me, I can hear her Southern accent sometimes when it jumps out. Sometimes she really lets it go. And other times for a role, it's not appropriate. Because as soon as I got into the business, people told me, you're going to have to get rid of that accent. I really do have to sort of tamp it down. But I think that Reese and I have a similar kind of thing that it's in our background. It's always going to be in our blood. And sometimes, yeah, it sneaks out when we're speaking, too. So plus, I just love her. Who doesn't love Reese Witherspoon? I'd love her to do my book. I'm not going to lie. When I was listening to audiobooks recovering from my eye surgery because I knew that I couldn't read, which is my favorite pastime ever, I downloaded a couple things from Fanny Flagg. She's one of my all-time favorite authors because she does have that Southern background, and I just think she's really gifted. But I had so much Percocet in my system. (laughs) I remember listening to two books, and I couldn't tell you anything about them. But I'm just such a huge fan. So anything that I get Fanny Flag, I will read it, but I will listen to it as well because it's just like getting to experience it all over again. For me, my favorite place to read is usually when I'm traveling. If I'm on a train or a plane, I'm always sort of halfway hoping the Wi-Fi doesn't work because I like to take books with me and I like to read them without interruption. And whenever I go on vacation, if I know I'm going to be away for at least five to seven days, I'm somebody who still has a library card. Yes, I'm the 90-year-old with the library card. I love it. And I will go and check out six or seven books because you know if you get through the first chapter and you think, eh, I'm not clicking with this. This is not my thing. I like to have backups. So I am the weirdo who has a beach bag or a carry-on bag full of heavy, real books because I just love to experience them that way. So that's when I get a chance to read. I read so much for work that during the normal course of a week, it's hard for me to read something just for fun. So when I travel, that's absolutely when I load up. And I'll usually in a week get through three or four books because I just have the uninterrupted time. Hi, my name is Linda Lancaster, and I am the author of Harmonic Healing. I wrote this book because I wanted to share the protocols that I have been using in my clinic for almost 40 years. There was a lot of confusing ideas around diet, and I thought it was a good time to share my view of what I think worked over these years of practice. I also wanted to share the baths because we are really in a situation with multidimensional pollution, and these baths and methods that I'm teaching will help us to stay healthy in a very difficult modern world. If I had to describe my experience of recording my audiobook, I'm going to need two words, exciting and difficult. Why? Well, when reading the words off the page, I was able to share my enthusiasm and love of the material of the book. But sometimes that's difficult because you'd have to stick with the words on the page. So I found it exciting to be able to share my enthusiasm and difficult because I had to stick to the ands and the thes. I think I had the most trouble pronouncing the word toxicity. It's an important word, after all. 
especially in the context of this book. But I think I've got it right since I've had to say it aloud in this audiobook. I am very proud that the listener can begin to make the connection of the subtle and natural worlds and to consider that the etheric energy of the earth connects with our etheric energy of our own bodies. And the message that food is the way to heal the electromagnetic energy and our vital force to have the potential to heal. I hope that that message came across. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast my vote for a few people. Bette Midler, because of her powerful and engaging voice. Gilda Radner, for her ability to passionately connect with her audience. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because of the power of who she is and the authority that she speaks with and her Brooklyn accent. The last audiobook that I listened to was A Year in Provence on a road trip with my son, and we both found it immensely engaging and could imagine being in Provence. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com backslash next listen.